Welcome to the ninth episode of the Bites Podcast, folks. It's just here, here joining me like every week is DK Sukneet and Amanjeet. So let's get this started. How's your week, guys? No, 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 no. Before that shit, let's get the real questions out. How hot is Amanjeet looking today? One to ten. Everybody give a rating. Negative one. Amanjeet's looking pretty cute today. <laughs> give a rating. I don't know. One to ten. I'd give him a solid seven and a half. You really think this is usable content? <laughs> Yeah. I told you, DK likes messing everything up. <laughs> Why? Why is this not usable content? I don't know. I think if, I think if we kept going with it, I think Amaji actually messed it up. I think we're going to keep going. Okay. You can cut that part out. Just start now. It's not natural. No. We already said the welcome. Let's just talk about your week now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think this is a, you, we can't rate our friends now? Yeah. I, people right, rate their professors. On <laughs> <laughs> teaching style. Exactly. What the hell? On hot ass too. I'd give Manji today a six out of ten. What Why about Sukhneet? six? Why I six? feel like I feel like he's uh, not just put 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 there together right now as he always is. Uh, so what's what am I on a normal day? On a normal day, you're uh, a steaming seven. seven. A steaming <laughs> seven, though not a regular seven. <laughs> no, no, I'd give you an eight. A steaming eight, like a sizzling eight. No, no, no. no. On a normal day, I'd give you a seven. On like when you're like proper proper, then I give you like an eight. You're proper proper. Diki, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Yeah, your audio was really weird there, DK. Did DK has his mic like like this, like upside <laughs> okay, down? I think we eyes. should do this. I think this is a pretty good segment. We should start again. <laughs> D- D- DK has like a mic like uh, upside down in his left eye. Like, like, buddy, put that shit down and put it towards your mouth. Okay, then you want you want this it in my mouth? Is, like upside. Yeah, I wish hey, we could hey, 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 you want to put your microphone in the mouth? No, I wish you could show people exactly how this guy looks when he does this shit. The guy's like upside down on his bed, cuddled up into like a little laddu. With the I'm microphone a little confused. In his are, we, are we doing this? Or are we like... Manji, there's no need for confusion, baby. Hey, so Manji, let's go. Always, always talk like the content's being used. Okay. All right. Oh, don't now do that we... one, baby. Oh, don't do that. Don't say that, okay. baby. Now we're just... Now we're doing improv podcast, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the DK can never leave his mic in one... Just look at this shit. It's going to be like an improv, improv comedy podcast. Michael Scott improv class. Okay, so, so actually... Actually, guys, what do you guys think? Amanji, rate him. Rate Amanji? Yeah, I rated I him. Know. I give him. I give him my rating properly. Uh, I'm, I can't really see his lats, so I'll give him a seven and a half. If I could see his lats, I'd probably give him a bit. But higher. you gotta do it on a normal day. You gotta do like peak a normal. regular day. <laughs> a regular day. <laughs> like I don't know, a regular day when Amanji's popping out twenty pull-ups, I'll give him eight, eight and a half. <laughs> you know. Oh, what yeah. about his peak? What about his peak? What peak? Like okay, what he's what's like? A, what's my potential? Like like, like, like his wedding day. Like his wedding day. I no no school wedding, wedding day, day was peak. No, I think wedding day was his peak. No, no. I'd say like when. What Amanji's, about? How I'm gonna dress up as Sukhneet's wedding? I think that's gonna be my. Peak. I don't know. You're probably gonna wear like a little man with a bunch of shastras in your kamrakasa with no gatra on. That's probably. <laughs> Wait, I might do a. I might do a sh- shirtless version. You do one that. of those bonnie where they, you know, like the, uh, the just the kashara. No, no. Did you see the picture of that gori with the basically see-through back? That's mess. In the suit, that's what. Manji's that's gonna, gonna be a That's gonna be a manji. <laughs> no, it's gonna be no no shirt, no shirt, <laughs> no shirt. Manji's gonna roll up shirtless, the bunch of shastras tucked in his. <laughs> I thought we were just going to talk like we were on the podcast the whole time now. I, I, aren't we? <laughs> okay, so just get it. Your turn. I, I'll give, uh, I really like Amanjit's today's uh, Parna. I feel like it looks quite different from his uh, usual style. Are you saying it looks better? It looks better or worse? I th- I think uh, it's different and the difference looks nice. More t- it looks, looks looks more tixali. Looks more tixali right now. Nah, I like those uh, those layers on there today. But just get it. We're gonna need some solid numbers. We need numbers, uh, buddy. 
I'm gonna give a Manji. Uh, I think a Manji's an eight today. Wow, eight today? What about is he? Yeah. What about his peak? Or is today's his peak? Huh? Is today I, his I, th- peak? I think today's a Manji's peak. And like you know, like weekend clothes. That's his peak. <laughs> oh, today. Wow. I haven't even taken my shirt off yet. <laughs> he'll, always, he'll always just rock up. He'll just, he'll just roll up in a Marvel shirt on the weekend. I, I think so it's cool. the, the Parna's just making it out this week. Yeah. I think I like cycle through like five shirts. I, I just like I just cycle through like five shirts every. That's single what week. everyone does. Too. Yeah, <laughs> but so that was uh, today's episode. Uh, Army episode. That was today's segment of uh, raiding the boys. Objectify your friends. <laughs> and so moving on to our regularly regularly broadcast. Oh, we're gonna raid just get next. No, no, no. That's for next Spartan week. That's looking awfully fine. No, no, no. That's for next week. Don't worry. Each week is a new objectification. So how's you guys' weekends, eh? Pretty good. Uh, work's been like pretty uh, wild the past few days, uh, past mm-hmm. few weeks actually. But uh, yeah, stores reopened. Uh, it's just f- uh, hard finding products. A lot right of demand at, at this moment. It's a lot of demand, but then at the same time, it's like the supply on the back end isn't showing up. So people are starting to buy a lot more. Uh, we're starting to source a lot more locally as well, uh-huh. which is like, but the Ontario supply chain is just not like suited at this time to meet that kind of demand. So in the future, I really hope that like local businesses is the way to go. And I really hope we cut off our, uh, our like reliance on China. Cause I think that's against our best interest, but yeah, it's, it's been tough for the past few weeks. I was reading the wall street journal and they were saying that the thing that you guys are struggling most in is meeting demand of the swimsuit edition calendars by Manji Singh. Like they're just, they just can't find them anywhere. Like let alone one, like there is no supply. So what do you have to say about that? There's no demand either. I don't know if it's been published. <laughs> it was published. I was reading it actually. You only get it if you're still in school. Uh, it's on no, that database. I was the, well, Manji was talking about his whole work thing. I was just thinking about it. And like, uh, what is it called? Uh, child kidnapping? Or what is that called? Human trafficking? Human trafficking, right? That way? He's like, oh, we should get locally sourced. We should work on China. <laughs> I'm like... You messed up. <laughs> if this was like, How the hell did that get in your head? <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, it was so funny about just him talking about it, like a, a human trafficking way. So don't human traffic, guys. That's not good. TGX <laughs> does not human traffic. You got to keep an eye on uh, DK. Might be you gotta the keep next many eyes on DK. You gotta keep many eyes on D. Like you need all hands and feet and eyes on board with DK. I know you want. I know you want my body, Sukni. I can't do anything about nah, that. I'm, I'm good. I'm actually really. Speaking good. of Epstein, his uh, his wife or girlfriend, uh, whatever just, she is, just got captured. I yeah. think she's really the mastermind. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe she's gonna end up dead as well. Nah, if they kill her, that seems too obvious. Yo, do you not think it's obvious that they killed him? Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I don't think they're gonna kill her. I think they might just pin the whole thing on her. Yeah. Right? And she yeah. might not like uh like there's other people that are involved too, like the Victoria's Secret guy and the other other like yeah, all yeah. people. Right. Um, so they might just try to pin it all on her, or they might do like yo, like they send her to, like, give her a sentence or something and just like fly her off somewhere else. You know, like the switch her up, switch yeah. and shit. That's the other thing they were saying is like uh she wouldn't have come to the United States, like, unless like this was a planned. And I don't know if you guys know her history. Like, her dad was like an Israeli operative, and like, uh, 
like there's like chances that she's like an Israeli spy as well. People are saying that either she's a Israeli spy or maybe she's a CIA spy as a double agent for the Israelis. Yeah. So like it's like a thing as a Mossad might have a thing uh, stake in this or the CIA might have a stake in this. They might try to take her out. There's so oh, many crazy sure. theories out there. But like it's crazy because it's like the other theory is that like Israel kind of like put this whole thing together where like they, they would make like elite people like really powerful people like go on this island and like they would have like something to hold against them. And like, what's the worst thing a person can do? It's like child pedophilia, right? Like, and if you have that videotaped and record, you can like hold these guys, you can have power over them. And like, this is how Israel is able to keep power over the rest of the world. That's like one of the theories that's coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys listen to this guy named Andrew Schultz. Schultz? I don't yeah. Know. Schultz? Yeah. That guy, he was saying it, you know, like one of the, like his conspiracy theories is like, yo, like a lot of these uh, people, a lot of these celebrities, they're not actually like pedophiles uh, or anything. They're just made to do it. So they have shit over them. Like in the future, yeah. like, oh, we have this over you. And everybody thinks this is like stupid. Like back in the day, it might've been like, oh, well, out you like out you as gay because being gay was wrong back in the day. Yeah. Now it's pedophilia. So it's like, there's, there's, there's so many of these like secret societies and stuff. And they do they're, like the stuff you see in movies. is like legit. Like there's one called Skull and Bones, which is like the Bush family's part of. And like, there's like build a bird group and these guys like actually dress up in robes like to this day they like dress up in robes and do like these weird rituals and really most of the time it's just like if you want to be part of this club we need to have something to hold against you so we can control you and kind of stuff there is a lot of that stuff happening in the background that like no one really knows about even with like groups like scientology and all these other things don't they like make you when you're like join the church or something to say one of your deepest secrets or your like thing that you haven't told anybody and they record it so they can keep that on you if you ever try to leave the uh, like church or something. Yeah, definitely. That That's so messed. Like you, you have to give them something to hold against you to join them. Like Yeah, but then you're like part of like a super elite group, right? And then like that's that's where like a lot of these people have like power and stuff. So it's it's interesting, but it's like this is like at the elite of the elite what these guys are doing. Yeah, that's true too. They have to give something in order to get something, right? Yeah. So what they call selling your soul to the devil, you know? Illuminati. All, all, these, all these powerful like families like the Clintons and then uh, the Kennedy, like if you ever heard, John F. Kennedy has this like speech where he talks about secret societies and removing them. So he was like one of the first people who like actually like openly spoke up about this and like said it like this stuff is actually going on in the USA probably going on around the world but like he was like yeah this this stuff is like real he confirmed it and you can see he was assassinated and if you look at his assassination it's like what really happened that day there's like that's probably one of the biggest conspiracies if you look into it uh, yeah like even his shooting they say the autopsy doesn't match with how the bullets were actually shot angle and match there's like enough holes in that whole scenario yeah and like the guy who did it like uh, Lee RV Halswald or something like that he was like killed like that 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 day he was like killed like the same day which is like crazy yeah i think there's a lot of stuff like that like yo random people in power they just die out of nowhere right like like or something if someone's in power someone has accusations against them those people die like there's so many like random stuff like that and a lot of conspiracies just come out but like who i don't think we'll ever know maybe in this lifetime if they're real or not because if they're like secret societies they're keeping their shit secret secret right like if they're running the world yeah if they're running the world like the people that we see out here that means those aren't the big top guys those are the palm and like if you look at like like that epstein uh the girl glane maxwell she's like if you look at every like celebrity of that time she has like pictures with them and it's like 
And there's like even like articles like from that time where like people like if people knew that this was going on, but it was like and then like now they've changed it to like we assume that it was going on kind of thing. But it's like it's crazy. And then Epstein has like these like wild pictures as well, like in his house. So like one of his pictures he has is uh, of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's dress, yeah. the one that like she was wearing uh, when they had their like uh, thing. Like that's like crazy. It's like a fr- like so like it, that's like one of you guys having a picture up in your house of me doing that. Like he, but, like that means Clinton was like aware that that was going on. This is probably something that they joked around about, like in the background. Like they they probably made fun of this like pretty serious allegation and pretty serious like breach of power and trust. That's pretty messed up. They connected so many other things like fucking the Trump family, the the what is called the British royals, right? Yeah, it, 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 it goes so deep and it's actually so crazy. And and it's not like Epstein and uh, Maxwell could he like they're like well known people as well like they were kind of just in the background they're, they're not like big celebrities and stuff yeah. but they're powerful people they're socialites that just the regular public didn't know much about the yeah. public didn't know about and then like going back to the British family like like a few years ago the ABC or, or another publication like they were running gonna run a report like a story on Prince Andrew and they basically like shut that down because they're like oh if you want to run this story we're not going to give you any access to like kate and william who were like the hottest thing at the time right so they had to shut that down that kind of shit happens in press so much i think even with donald trump right with some of his boys they tried to shut down some of the stories that people were going to run on them like i think maybe closer to the starting of his presidency or maybe some around his campaign and like we like that's the kind of shit like it leaks and we find out about it but there's probably like more of that stuff happening like stories getting suppressed and all that shit it's like very like deep state, all this like very, very like it goes really deep if you want to go into this kind of stuff. But maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should move on. Right. Conspiracy yeah. theory. That keep, uh, yeah. The deeper you get in, the deeper it gets. I do think that there is a lot of stuff that gets like shut down, though. And it's like it's a lot of the time, like even the writers, like I think media is pretty much done at this point. Like we're we've gone down a pretty bad path. But a lot of the time stuff gets shut down and then it's like. They, or they bring it to the person who they're accusing and they're like, okay, we're going to publish this or give us something better. And then they have to give them something like better or something more about someone else. And then like their actual story gets shut down kind of thing. Even cover-ups and stuff, like the story could have been something else. And then what you see in the news is some, some other something else happened. Either there was like a cover-up, cover-up that somebody either died for some other reasons or they just like twist the story into something else. Like we won't really ever know what actually happened yeah probably not but you got something that's what i'm saying let's not get into this it's yeah. too set yeah right what are some uh topics we have on the list today well, first we got kylie jenner what did kylie jenner do this week no idea oh sakni you don't keep up with the kardashians not at all man i'm the opposite i, I like i i do i try to keep up as less as i can with those losers Okay, because you don't have fame, because you don't have fame and success like pretty that. Pretty much, really man. Like, what, like, what can I say? I'm pretty jealous, right? <laughs> I know you are. No, I have no idea what happened though this week. Real talk, it probably is pretty hard to be a Kardashian. Like, everyone's like watching your every move all the time, cameras. Like a celebrity in general, too. Yeah. yeah. That is their entire lifestyle, right? Like, that's what they make money off of. That's what they make money off of. I couldn't do it, though. Being like in the spotlight all the time. Like eventually, like you might be used to it, but then sometimes like you just don't want to be in there. Like Kanye, remember he gets like sometimes really upset at paparazzi. Like what the hell are you guys doing in front of my house? Yeah, like, leave me alone, buddy. Well, that's why he's like, Pagala. Yeah. But uh, going on to it. So what Kylie Jenner did was uh, she uploaded an Instagram picture of her in a dress. 
mm-hmm. right? and uh, the dress uh, the dress was like i think it was made by a black or designed by a black owned business and she didn't credit the designer of the dress right so people on twitter and people just like in i think some maybe news outlets they like really went at her like oh how can you as Kylie Jenner not credit this black owned business you're trying to take away from black people you're trying to like just hurt us basically like yo you should be crediting these people and then i think they showed pictures of her like uh what's it called uh, tag like uh, on the post like of, of other stuff she wore uh she wore with like Chanel or Dior right like she tagged those companies but when yeah. it came to this she didn't tag them so people were like what the hell right i was like, just going to ask that like has she tagged other people that she's worked with or you know bought their addresses or whatever and yeah. so she has like everywhere else she's ever worked with she's tagged them i'm not sure if it's everywhere else but yeah. like in other places she has tagged okay. but it's probably been paid right so most of these have probably been paid advertisements in order to tag which is like one of the biggest ways she makes money yeah so i think uh, which call it the people are saying that they they probably paid and stuff or uh, another thing is that sometimes uh, influencers tag companies so they can get stuff from them like later on right like oh i tag you now even if you don't have paid me but they'll see that and they'll be like okay and let's give them something or let's send them something so next time they can actually do like a paid kind of promotion type of thing so it's like a common courtesy not at her level like her level she's probably the top influencer in the world right like i remember kylie jenner is like i'm going to stop using snapchat and like snapchat lost like 2 billion dollars of their valuation like one person did that and it's like it's crazy i would say she's probably one of the top influencers in the world so like to expect her to tag someone she liked your stuff so she's wearing it so like i think that should probably be enough and i think everyone's just going after everyone in any way possible no matter like people aren't necessarily thinking of like every single thing and every single step right kind of thing like mm-hmm. can you really expect people to do that it's probably like oh i look nice in this dress i want to post the picture and like that's probably what she was doing and then like to get like this kind of backlash is like is ridiculous and it's also like Kylie Jenner is like not someone you would associate as a racist or someone who doesn't support black people like the whole Kardashian family like I think they've done a lot for black people in general like they're all married to black guys and uh black nba players that, in particular that that's their biggest uh, support that's, defense that's, that's the biggest doing. defense I'm not racist I'm married to a black guy yeah the whole family is yeah <laughs> the whole fa- have you mom. ever seen okay so there's this Kyle Kyle Dunnigan he has like this Instagram page and he posted this video and it's like <laughs> and it's basically like they're talking about like black lives matter but then instead of black uh, lives they just kept saying black guys matter it's so funny you guys should check it out <laughs> I think it was, was that mocking the Kardashians that was Yeah that, it was mocking yeah, yeah, the Kardashians yeah. it was a funny joke <laughs> but, but like yeah at the end of the time all of them have black boyfriends or black husbands so like are you really going to say that these are the racist people that we need to go after yo and legit kylie i think what it uh, it is is like 100,000 to a million dollars she can make off like a story post or like a actual post right and that's money right like her giving away for that, free like, like that's pretty cheap no no it's like the range is from 100,000 to a million i think that's what's like it's yeah. reported right so like her giving out just a tag like that doesn't make sense it doesn't really, make like, sense. why would she give it for free when she's making money off of like Chanel or Dior and all these other companies she's promoting 
once we get buy buys merch if she's doing it for free for others to fair tak aa dena chahiye but that's the thing we don't know right like if she is doing it for free because these things are like under wraps we don't know how they're promoted yeah. or are they're not i'm going to be honest i doubt she's like just giving out charity like maybe she like liked the thing and she wore it and stuff like i think that should be like good enough no 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 so she tweeted after that uh you guys are crazy right i've never like tried to refuse to tag a brand or anything uh so they actually so she like yo this is just a reach why would i ever refuse to tag a brand and block comments this is completely false i think the brand is amazing and i want to show support and will continue to do so so everyone go check uh, check out loud brand studios she added it on uh, twitter so like she gave the credit afterwards people were like yo she got bullied into doing it like is it right is it not like should she have done it right also i just think that if she didn't mean to tag him or she does tag people for free like anything she wears she probably just forgot maybe there wasn't any malicious intent why is it like oh yeah. she has to do this for like malice or something it's just like yo sometimes you forget to do stuff it's it's just ridiculous like what the stage that we're getting to is just it's just ridiculous it, it it's still cool though fact that like you know even if she didn't tag people were curious you know address kitho le yeah they, they still they still found who it was from she the, the other person probably got a lot of support after that too Yeah, I yeah. think they call it uh, the dress old dad or something. Ooh. But like even in general, yo, what she's what, what is she? She's 21. No, she's 23 or something. 22? Yeah. Not that old, right? Pretty young actually. She's a pretty young person, but people go her uh, go after her like she's like fucking 40 50 years old ho be. Cuz she she's been in the spotlight since like what 16, 17. She's probably not doing her Instagram herself though. Like she probably has people that like yeah, plan maybe her not. post, keep post karna ki story pani edit karna. No, but not even for this stuff, right? Like even just like yo, they're like yo, uh, what, what's the other stuff that? Oh, she doesn't pay her workers in B- uh, Bangladesh, huh? Yeah. People are going after stuff like that. Why aren't we going after Jordan? Why aren't we going yeah. after Le- LeBron? They're doing the same shit. Yeah, but that that doesn't mean you don't go after her. But like you're no, right, no, no, you have I'm, to go I'm, after I'm other not, people too. I'm not too. saying do, but yeah. she's a child, not yeah. a child, but she's still young. Yeah. Right. Like these people are 50 years old. How long is LeBron, uh, Jordan profited off of fucking Bangladesh yeah. workers and uh, India workers? Yeah. And the and the thing is that comes down to the consumer, right? We should we should like vote with our dollars, but we're never gonna like do that until and until we do that, there's not gonna be a change. Legit, right? that's actually a really good point. That with our dollars, we are basically voting, right? When we're supporting a, a brand, supporting a business. We idolize Jordan. We idolize LeBron. We see this as good people, right? So we're like, yo, it's it's fine. Like we don't speak up against it. But people see the Kardashians as like, even though they follow them all the time, it's like more of a, like a negative type of press they're trying to follow, right? So they just villainize them or vilify them more. I feel like. And then even the people that are like bringing this stuff up, right? Like half of these people are tweeting uh, off of an iPhone, which is made in a like a slave labor camp, basically, yeah. in like those <laughs> factories. So like. You you think you're all woke and stuff, making all these tweets, but what are, what what device are you doing them off? And no, none of these devices are made in America or made from like proper labor. They're all made from like child labor. At least some portion of it is coming from that. Whether it's like because we don't even understand what goes in a phone. Like we don't understand that like you need like copper, like all that stuff, and that's coming from like Africa. That's coming from mines where like children are mining this stuff. We don't we don't understand that. We we're not capable of that. So like before we like. get all woke and stuff like let's look at ourselves and let's uh let's see what we can do and let's try to buy as ethically as possible i saw a funny i saw a funny meme where uh you know a lot of people started de- deleting tiktok recently because of uh, it got out that tiktoks like you know trying to steal your data which they've been doing for like ever like you know this isn't something new with tiktok and then it's like well, okay everyone's deleting tiktok I was like, what about google taking all your data what are you going to do about that 
yeah. <laughs> Google, Amazon, <laughs> Apple, Facebook, Instagram, all everybody. Like I was looking at, I was looking at squat racks, right? I'm looking at squat racks. I want to buy one. Like five minutes later, I get an ad on Instagram for squat racks. Like, come on. Sometimes those ads are helpful though. Like I was looking for like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, like quad lock for my bike. Yeah. And they just like kept sending me ads up until the point I actually bought one. I actually got bare ads of that too. I thought about it, but I was like, I don't really need one yet. I, I can have it. But thing is, I, I still rather not get them. If I need something, I'll go out of my way. Yeah. I'll look for it. But like that pretty much, like like for me with the, with the bike, uh, with the, pretty much like a phone stand from a bike, I can live without one. Like I was thinking about getting one when I need to get one. But with all these ads that keep popping up, it's like, come on, just get it. Just get it. Just get it. All that consumerism, right? It's just creepy though. Yeah, it is. Sometimes like you don't even search something. You've just like last week or something. I was talking about a blender and I just we were talking about blender, blender. And we got about the yeah, and all the ads everywhere, just blenders. And it's so creepy. But have you even seen the thing? Amazon thing? I think they're like, yo, we want to make it to one point where like before you even order something, before you even like think about ordering something, we already have it in your shopping cart. We already have it sent to you, or, like sent to you. Like like that kind that's of like, crazy. like because that's how much data they have on you. They can predict yeah. what you want to buy. People are gonna yeah, be down totally. with it though, because like upper like like especially our generation, the younger generation, they're just so lazy. They just want shit done for them, especially with all this like data breaching, whatever the shit. They don't really care, right? Like like pretty much all of this in the name of what advertisement? Like like that's like man, shit's crazy. It's cool though too, like the fact that they can just predict. Yeah. This is what this person is thinking about searching. They know everything. But it's creepy. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they know everything. They know what you search. They know what you like. They know this. They just like, it's like, buddy, leave me alone. Like, you never want a blender, I'll get one. I don't even know myself. The biggest that thing well. is like your your cell phone, right? So like, <laughs> yeah, your cell phone is basically like like if they wanted to create a device that like you're on constantly all the yeah. time and like basically like have a leash to like monitor you cell phone would be the perfect thing perfect. And, and like if someone told you perfect. told you like that's what they're doing with it like you wouldn't use your cell phone but like now we're all so addicted that like we wish we have a would. cell phone with us at all times like we're we, we yeah. carry it around they, they know all of our routines they know where we're going they know all Everywhere, of that man. every and, app it's like we're still relying on this shit like some apps like i said i think i said this in a different episode where it doesn't even need access to my pictures or my files or my speaker or my camera but why does it ask for it like why why does my Google Calendar need to pay access to my camera? Crazy to think though that like twenty years ago, people used to leave their house and there was no way of communicating with them till they. I, came I back. think about that sometimes, and yeah. it's like like try doing that now, and it's like so hard to like even. People just think go you're out. dead. They're like they see the walking, they hold food in the and like you're chill, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I was just like gone out for a bit. Even like I was thinking that with like my bike, like when I was getting my bike ride, like sometimes I like. I like I like like not having any technology while I'm riding my bike. It gives me like an hour to myself, like doing nothing. And I kind of yeah. got this like bike st- like to hold my phone now, but because I wanted to see like how fast I was going and all the speed and stuff. Because that's nice to see. It ends up being like a pretty good deal. But then at the same time, I'm like, why don't I just want to disconnect from this stuff? Like, like everything else in my life, I measure, I get monitor on, and like all that stuff. Like, why why can't like for an hour you just uh, put put it away? So like that. It's nice to see the stats, though. It's the information era. Yeah, with the with the times, right? It's just hard. It everything's hard. on our phone. It's everything's on our tip uh, tip of our phones. We can uh, our hands. We can just search up anything, and it's like right there. So why would we go back to something where I can't have information just always on the ready? You know, like Amaji talking about, like yeah, like you you know, if you want to go for a bike ride, you don't have to take your phone. But we're like with a guy like me, he's like I really want to see my stats. Even sleeping, like that's one thing I've been reluctant on is 
I like I always wanted to see, use a Fitbit when I sleep to pretty much track more when I was playing football and like pretty much just see the quality of my sleep, how good is my sleep, am I recovering properly, all that stuff. But I was really reluctant because I don't want to open myself up. They probably know how I sleep anyway. You know what I mean? Even my phone, like when it tried, then yeah. when it knows I haven't been tracking steps for like four or five hours, it's like, were you asleep from one a, one a.m. to nine a.m. Right? It's like, oh shit, yes I was. Right? But but even then. A lot of people's whole lives are based on their phone now, right? Like their schedules are on there. Everything. They have like, you know, these apps to make sure. So they can... your nickname too, man. Everything's on. <laughs> they have apps to see you how to optimize your sleep. This, when the phone tells you to sleep, you do that. When the phone tells you to work out, you do that. Right? It's all like everything. everything. Good and bad. everything. It is good though. Like, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Like, a lot of good stuff. On the health side, there's a lot of good stuff. Like, so there's like Fitbit and there's like something called the Whoop Strap. We're talking about these people, but they don't pay us anything. Uh, yeah. but yeah uh, but like so like the whoop strap it's it's i think a fitbit can hey, do this as well going with the technology point like one thing that really annoys me was okay with cars like all the safety features like they're good a lot of them do help but it gets to a point where it's like like just let me drive my car right like sometimes i'll be changing my lane but i'll put the indicator on but the indicator will come off and then it won't let me change my lane it'll kind of fight me it's like man like like who's in control of my car me or this like, sure, say if I, you know, if I lose track of the road, whatever, I'm about to hit into a car, it stops or anybody, right? Yeah, that's nice. Okay, sure, right? But once I was, like, reversing out of my driveway, and it has, like, this rear sensing thing, right, where a car was in the opposite lane. I knew the car was coming. I knew I can reverse in a way where I don't got to hit the car, and I can get out instead of waiting for both sides of the traffic. And the car just slams on the brakes because the car was, like, a meter behind. I'm like, man, come on. I had to turn it off. It's just so annoying. It's like... Like, like, yeah, technology is nice. A lot of the stuff that we've seen, even with, even with like, like, you know, obviously with like the like Katha, right? Like, look at Gurmath Vichar, the amount of Katha, like every, the amount of like the Kajana that's on there, right? Just like the advancements, but like, like some stuff where like, you know, just the monitoring and just like, it's just too much at times. It's like, it's like big brother. But yeah, so yeah, what were you saying, Manji? Yeah, so now people like even strokes and heart attacks, you can pick it up on your watch and like, that's like really useful, I think. Like even with COVID, people are starting to figure it out because their watch is telling them that their heartbeat is irregular. And I use mine like all the time as well. So like I try to get 10,000 steps a day, which is like, you actually have to put in some work to do that. And that helps you stay like healthy. It's like, like even my mom and my dad, they use it to like get they get their steps, and it's like it's like there's some good benefits from it as well. So like we gotta weigh it, and I think in the end the benefits outweigh the the negative for most people. But yeah, yeah it's just like something you have to be aware of. I would say like be aware of uh, the technology you're using as best as you can. I think all of technology basically has like some benefit. But the cost of all of it or like the stuff that we use is privacy. And that's the biggest cost, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, we just have to wait. Does our privacy matter? And as we're seeing how like it's going on, I'd say unless it matters less and less every day to most people. I think it does. Like you're right. It does matter less and less. But like I think we might like it just depends on the situation, right? Like we probably haven't got to that point or haven't faced that situation where losing our privacy is a bad thing. Up until we do, do go there, it, there probably will be like a point of no return kind of thing. Like we're kind of learning this with COVID now is like before COVID happened, we did, had no like understanding of the consequences of like our economy and supply chain shutting down. And like we were moving all of our production to China and all of these countries to the point now where we can't really produce anything, anything at like a high level in our in our own countries. And like when China and the USA were like, oh, we're not giving Canada masks we were like, shit, what the hell is going to happen now, right? When like when China and all these countries were holding their masks for their own people, it's like, 
what are we going to do at this point? And that's something that we, we probably aren't going to understand until like it actually happens. And then we're going to be like, shit, that was like pretty stupid of us. for even doing that in the first place. Yeah. It's always once something bad happens or it's too late. That's when we realize ah, we shouldn't have been doing that. Sometimes you got to make mistakes to learn your lessons though. That's like, it's good. The technology, all this tracking stuff, it can help you improve so much. Like, especially with the fitness stuff back in the day before even tracking, I never knew how much I'm walking, what I'm doing. As soon as my phone started, first of all, my phone automatically just started tracking one day. I didn't even realize it was tracking. Oh and then God. one day it's like, Oh, you still, you walked 16,000 steps today. I'm like, Oh, what? <laughs> This is crazy. Like, leave me alone. But yeah, like back in university, I never knew how much I was walking. And then my phone started tracking. Found it. I'm doing like 16, 17,000 like every day like on an average. It motivates you more. Like yeah, whenever. And now, and now just give it to doing like 10. No, no. When Jaskirth walks more than 200 steps, he stops walking. He just sits down where he is. <laughs> That's why we, we see Jaskirth having Snapchats at weird places. Like, oh, he's on the ground or something. Just he doesn't move. Like this. Outside he's, he's, his, like, he's outside his porch, just like this. Like Snapchat. He, he's it. like, when it comes to walking, I'll walk 30 kilometers. I can walk. Um, Yeah, I can walk as when it comes to walking, there's I have no issues. I can walk as Just far as you a marathon walker. Marathon I walker. Am. Two bodies on a marathon biker. That'd be, yeah. nice. That'd be real nice. I wish he was, man. That'd be so sick if he was actually down with it. Were we supposed to go on a bike ride today? Uh, you guys are, we have, but I have a lot of shit to do. And you guys are a bunch of... It's also raining. You guys are going to come anyway. Yeah, it is raining. I'm pretty pumped. It's UFC uh, 251 today. If you guys like sports and stuff, it's going to be wild. It's probably going to be one of the best UFCs out there. Actually, who's fighting? There's three championship fights today, which is like, it's like pretty sick. So That's it's like crazy. the main event is Kamaru Usman versus uh, Jorge Masvidal. It's like he took the fight on a six day notice. He had to fly to Dubai. He had to fly. First, he had to like get like tested. He lives in Miami. He had to get tested in Miami, fly to Vegas, get tested, fly to Abu Dhabi and then get tested, get tested again and cut and cut 20 pounds of weight in order to make the fight. That's actually pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pr- pretty insane. That's ridiculous. Like on a, on a six day notice the, without any training. He, he has been training like year round kind of thing, but like it's like he wasn't specifically training for this. So we'll see how it goes for him. Uh, he's a three to one underdog right now. So we'll see how it goes, but it's an exciting fight. He's like one of the bigger stars in MMA right now. Uh, yeah. So he, that's pretty exciting. Uh, the other fight is Max Holloway versus uh, Andrew Wokonowski. And it's like the second time they're fighting. Max Holloway, if you guys don't know, he's like the pretty big Toronto Raptors fan. He's from Hawaii. So like I, I, I support him all the time. He, he likes Toronto a lot. So I support him because he's, he's a Toronto supporter. And uh, I think he should win again. He, he was like the long time like reigning champion. Then he lost his belt. And then now he's trying to fight back for it. So hopefully he wins. I thought you were saying Andrew Shear when you said Andrew. I was like, what, Andrew Shear? They're doing it on an island, so it's like Fight Island, is what yeah. they call it. That's all Zuckney cares about. Andrew, no, should, there should be Andrew Shear versus uh, JT, and the winner fights Jigmeet Singh. And Jigmeet Singh would rock both of them. What well, Jigmeet Singh actually does? Uh, doesn't he do some sort of martial arts? Yeah, okay, I don't know. Jigmeet Singh is surprisingly short though, and Shear is surprisingly tall. Yeah, I never expected that. Didn't Justin Trudeau do a, a charity boxing match like last year or something, and he won? A couple years oh, ago. No, it was before he was prime minister. Didn't he get yeah. rocked? I, uh, I don't know. But Jigmeet Singh rocked both of them. 
easy. He probably would. I would say I'd put my money on him. Especially JT. I don't know, but Shiro might have that like farm strength though. You but JT would just be saying sorry, sorry, bro, sorry. I hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, the, like I will not meet with. No, 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 no. Probably be do, doping and stuff, doing all these no, unethical no, 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 stuff. No, 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 JT would probably pay. He had like no. money up to the table and like, yo, like, let me win. Yeah, here's the Wii organization. <laughs> You know, he, he he might actually pay. The public will find out and he'll still win. <laughs> yes. okay. Exactly. Exactly. You know, one thing I got to say is we got to get, we got to get JT and the ethics commissioner in the ring. And we yeah. got to see. <laughs> well, Maybe that's the only way. I'll, meet I'll tell you one thing. JT, the ethics commissioner, it's like, uh, it's like oil and water. They'll never they use. <laughs> Yo, legit, man. To, oh my God. So this is the third bad. time he's had to meet with him. I don't think he's about with them still. <laughs> Okay, but this is like actually like the third serious time. Like no one else. Like if Andrew Shear, if Andrew Shear or the conservatives were doing this stuff, like we would want them like hung pretty much. Like he's the only guy who's. No, but gets that's away I think what it. the problem is. Andrew Shear is not a proper leader of opposition. He's not yeah. able to like ask the right questions or even get the right answers either. If there's a stronger opposition leader, you know who we need? We need Mal Care. Oh, Walker be bro. But Walker is doing that one though, Bichara. He would have roasted him so nice, like. But he would have. He would have. Nice. He's a good opposition. He was a really good opposition. Amazing opposition. He roasted the shit out of Trey. I loved him. No, that was a concern. that brought a cardboard card out of him, but he still roasted him. Like we talked about this last week. I don't even think Trump has done this many like ethics violations as Justin Trudeau has. It's actually messed. The thing is, the public either like, we don't know as much, especially this one. I have shit. Especially this one. It's like not really, nobody really cares about the third one right now that's happening. But like we don't care. It's like yo, Justin Trudeau could do anything. He's done backface. He could kill a person and be like, oh, if you did it like twenty years ago, oh, well, he was a young, he was a kid, the young drama teacher. So what's the new scandal? Okay, so the new scandal is uh, this charity called the uh, We. We I think it's called the, yeah, it's We or Me to We or something like that. It it like grew like when uh, it like grew like when we were like in high school and stuff, and people got mad pumped about it, but. Recently, what's happened is like Justin Trudeau has like family ties to this charity. He's like he's like friends with them and stuff, which is like okay, right? And like apparently, what the the problem was before all this new stuff came out, which I'll talk about, it was that he gave them a I think it's like a nine hundred million dollar contract to help youth and other people get jobs during the summertime, which is kind of crazy because it's like already midway through July. It's like how the summer's already done but they gave them a 900 million dollar contract to do this and so the, uh, the contract was uh, that for like a hundred hours of volunteer service for like a student they'd give them like a thousand dollars up to five thousand dollars right so i think the the charity they were like responsible to distribute that money to like students that were doing charity work or whatever or volunteer work so they gave him and overall the uh, midwe was going to get 19 million dollars of administration fees out of this uh, whole thing which is like a huge chunk so people were like upset that like justin trudeau had ties to this organization and all this stuff and he gave them these huge contracts without like uh, considering any other charities or anything like that and then recently it just came out that justin trudeau's family has been taking huge uh, speaking fees at these meet we events. So like his mom and his brother and his wife and the wife's a part of it, isn't she? Yeah. And they, they paid them like $300,000 or like almost $400,000 in total to speak at these events, which is like, it's ridiculous. Cause at the same time, it's like, Oh, it's a charity event. And you just assume that these guys are doing like free charity and all this stuff. But and then it comes out that these guys are giving away huge chunks of money. And that's like, 
why you always have to be like concerned before giving it to a charity. Cause like, I think legally they only have to spend like 10 to 12% on the actual charity and the rest of it just goes to administration fees where these guys are like staying in like these nice ass hotels and like, like expensing everything, going to dinners and all this stuff and just living the lavish lifestyle kind of thing. And the charity actually ends up getting pretty much nothing. So even, even when it came out, like it was pretty like, shady like oh trudeau's giving a bunch of money to a charity that his wife's pretty much like has a big part in then all this other stuff comes out and then it turns out but i don't know if he asked to but at the, the you know the ethics commissioners uh trending again <laughs> thing uh they mutually the company thing they mutually uh agreed to this or like yeah the contract they mutually agreed to that. But at the same time, Trudeau hasn't like apologized or said anything about this. Like he, he didn't even say like, he basically like didn't recuse his vote in this, but he also hasn't apologized and the liberal government hasn't apologized for any of this stuff either. Like, yeah, they've, just, they've like kind of like said like, Oh, it's no big deal. I saw a thing with the uh, the bands talking about it yesterday because uh, yeah. like these kind of decisions, they're done by the whole cabinet. I'm pretty sure. Or most of the cabinet. Right. And so they're like, yo, our advice wasn't based on Trudeau. It was based on outside experts and what they gave us. We would have done it even if like this stuff didn't happen or, oh, any, or if this stuff, if we knew about it before or something. But what do you think the outside experts are going to say? Like going back to like the Laval case, like Trudeau was telling the attorney general what to do. You think he's not going to tell like uh, a group of people what to do? Yeah, or, or like a group of people who are advising them what to do? Like He's just trying to cover up for his boy. No, he's just trying to cover up for Trudeau. And like, yeah. okay, even aside from that, like, what about all the how much money his family was making? What like, did you guys get outside information on that too? But a thing about the money is, uh, I think it wasn't three hundred fifty thousand. Like after the contract, they made three hundred fifty thousand uh, from twenty twelve. Yeah, from twenty twelve yeah. to twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, but that's what it is, right? Most of these things are like beforehand. So like, even if you look at like Hillary Clinton. She'll go to like these banks like after now and like and before yeah. and get paid like four hundred thousand dollars for like uh, an hour of speaking. So like these guys like these are kind of like wink wink nudge nudge like contracts like I'm gonna give you something you give me something later kind of thing right I'm gonna put some money in your pocket eventually down the road I'm gonna put money in your pocket kind of thing like this stuff happens and it's like the crazy thing is it's all across like politics. And it's like everywhere. I don't know if I yeah. told you guys this uh, this stuff. So when Brampton was going to get a university, we uh, we were actually like looking at land around uh, Brampton University, like around the area where the university was going to be, like for the opportunity, just so if we could get in early and make some uh, money. But what ended, the university ended up not happening. But what we ended up doing was we looked at like who owned these houses, and every single house on that like street was owned by like a city councilor or a city councilor's like family member. Which is like, oh. that stuff happens at the city level, the, the provincial level, the government level. And like, in order to get like a business or a permit or something approved, there's so many fees you have to pay and like so much like consultation. You're basically like bribing these people to get anything done. Like if you ever want to get a permit for a building, it's like so expensive. And all this like stuff, like even like builders, like when they're building this stuff, like in one of, one of their like line items, like as an expense is like, is like these permit expenses, which is like basically paying off uh, politicians to get it done and passed. It's a legal bribery. Yeah, legal. No one talks about this in Canada. No one thinks this is going on, but it is. Even if you want to make a house from scratch, like on some vacant land, it's like a hundred thousand dollar development fee. Just, just cause they like, give us hundred grand, and then you can make your house. And even if you want to do make the house, there's so many restrictions on where you want to make the house, and you got to pay is oh, so much bullshit, man. It's like, like, just let me make my house wherever if you want to make your house, but not. It ain't that easy, but uh, the current the current ethics commissioner is Mario Dion, and the previous one was Mary Dawson. 
because and, and the first ethics thing started it, it, that was before 2018 right yeah uh, yeah so he he's had it with two different ethics commissioners so that's the funniest that's what makes me laugh like like yeah he could have three more ethics commissioning violate like man like i couldn't name like six off the top of my head but nothing's been done to this guy he'll just say sorry like 50 times and like sometimes like this time he didn't even say anything but his jokes when he says sorry it's just like he won't even just say sorry he'll just say um i'm 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 sorry uh, i'm sorry it's crazy how straight he is like even think about it, the jigmeeting thing right where yeah. he called him out yeah he's like yo what you call it trump's done something about it why haven't you done shit and yeah. people they're really oblivious to what like justin trudeau's done he's done not that much for anything no okay one thing i'll give him is the carbon tax right but even then no but especially even like he had a majority before this government and yeah. he did nothing with four years oh, of a majority he? with Legit. a majority government he did nothing past like no like legitimate change they promised election reform guess what they didn't do mm, nothing about election all, reform with a majority they're like oh we can't do it anymore like what the hell no excuses at the majority like when you have a majority he and doesn't stand like, for anything either like he like what like what do you stand for he's just in the middle of everything he's like oh, uh, 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 uh. And when he went on his like India photo shoot with his family, yeah, uh, like even that, like that was like so messed up. No one even like talks about like how it was. I think it was like a five day trip. They had a chef that they paid seventy five thousand dollars. That's taxpayer money. Like, yeah, we're we're paying for that. Like that we trip, paid for his roti. That trip, I think, cost like Canadians like close to a hundred million dollars, and there was no like tangible benefit that came out of it. Like, it's not anything that helped the Canadian economy. He got ripped apart by the Indian media. He got ripped apart by the Canadian media. Like nothing good came out of it. And we got put in the sick extremist. We're, we're sick extremists now. So we got that out of it. Well, yeah. And he, he bent so easily. So like, oh, he was like, he like first he was like supporting, jokes, he was supporting six. And then yeah. like the next year out of that, they try to sneak in a sick extremist bill, which is like, what the hell are you doing at this and point? And still no one does anything about it. even operating. Like, like everyone keeps voting for this guy and they're gonna, like, I think he wins the next election. I think he does. No, if the conservatives don't get a yeah. good candidate and he Jigmeet wins the next Singh, election. Jigmeet Singh, I don't think like, unless he does something crazy, like he gets out there and people mm-hmm. like, like, oh, this guy's sick. Right. He's not at that level yet. A lot of people hate him. Like, especially if you look at any of his comments on any of the, his posts or anything on Twitter, Facebook, people yeah. are just going at him. I don't see Jigmeet Singh getting there. Right. But if the conservatives don't come up with anybody, he's winning. JT. Then after that, I think after that, the conservatives still don't. Okay. If Jigmeet, I, I don't think he wins at this time. I think if what, if I'm Jigmeet, what I'm trying to do is I'm put a good, I'm trying to put a good dent. I'm trying to increase my seats by a good amount. Winning, I don't think is realistic. Although if it happens, I hope it does. But realistically, I don't think it's going to happen. Then, the, then in the next election, then you see what your chances are. And if the conservatives still don't have a strong candidate, I think, I don't think Canadians are going to want to have Trudeau as your leader for 16 years. At that point, who knows? The liberals might tell JT, like, hey, buddy, come on, like 12 years, enough is enough. We're, we're not trying to have a little dictatorship going on over here. You step down and we get someone else. At that point, you, they're going to vote conservative. Doesn't matter what it, like what happened. Like look at Doug Eventually Ford. The After Kathleen went and uh, McGinty for what seventeen years, whatever it was, they voted. They, uh, we knew this election was going to go to conservatives, no matter what. Yeah. People did not expect liberals to win at all, and they fucking decimated. Kathleen went didn't expect it at all. She opened like hard. She got six seats. 
six but, seats. No, she got six seats because she said, screw it, we're done. And that's no, no, no. Got she got more. six seats because that's what more. she was going to get six seats. No, she would have gotten more than six seats. If she, she wasn't going to win, but she would have gotten more than six. But like, I still don't understand why do you just lay down and say I lost? It's like, so I'm, stupid. It is really like, stupid. I, even yeah. though you're going to lose, it's still stupid. What about all the candidates that put so much money into their own campaigns? What about those guys? Like, how really? many people lost? Admitting defeat before like, the results are out? It's, it's like, really come on, what is that? Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, like oh, so, and, and, and I don't think she stepped down either yet. Like, she's, oh, she has As far as I know, I think she's. I thought, I thought she did. Still, I think she still, like went and started working for like uh, hydro or some some weird know. thing like that. Like, like something that really funded her. <laughs> hydro was like her worst decision. <laughs> she sold hydro uh, like one, which is like the worst thing she. Yeah, did. then I, I I feel like I heard something about how she got a job there afterwards, but yeah, makes yeah, sense. Makes like if she did, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, she isn't gonna get reelected for sure. So like it it makes Ever. sense for them Andrea to get new leadership, baby. Andrea Horwath. Yeah, but the problem with just with the like even Jagmeet and the NDPs at like the federal level is just like NDP just doesn't have that trust level with Canadians, and I don't think no, they're they ready don't. to they, swing they that far. They don't have that trust. And I think that the, the the Conservative Party is also like is just it's as bad as anyone else, and like they so they really bad. they really support like Western, not even Western Canada. It's like pretty much Alberta and like some of the prairies like that's yeah. where that's where their support base is that's where all their policies are based on and they don't really have like a canadian fundamental view and like with the rise of the block again we're like we're just like in a weird place because like before really this election weird. i don't know if you guys remember but like ndp pretty much like wiped out the block and the block yeah. had very little seats and now the block like made a huge comeback with like quebec pride which is like pretty much like we're just letting these like racist guys do whatever they want yeah, but but the Quebec Quebec really loved Jack Layton, and then yeah. now when the NDP leader is 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 like a brown guy with a turban, that yeah. considering the policies that are still present in Quebec, they're not going to want to no, vote for that type of leader. Everyone loved Jack Layton, like yeah. everyone, like no, no matter what won. party it was. I don't I don't think he would have ever won, but everyone I think loved so. him. No, I think, I, Jack, I think if if he no. stayed alive, the next election he could have. I taken think it. he would have had it. He would have had it. He would have been a nobody against Young Trudeau. If anything, a minority government, he would have had something. For he, sure. well, he would have. Young Young Trudeau is was like the hottest shit ever. Like you think Trudeau's good? Not now? hotter than Jack no, Layden, baby. Jack Layden was nuts. He was hot. Jack Layden had that spark in his eye. <laughs> he Jack Layden was like I don't know, like like you 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 know what I mean? like you just have hope. You don't he always Jack killed. killed. <laughs> He always killed the debates. Like no matter what, like any debate, he always you know, killed fu- it. The funny thing is Trudeau and Sheer suck leader. so bad in debates. Like in the debates, like both these guys, like Sheer just keeps attacking Trudeau and Trudeau just keeps trying to uh, just take attention off him somehow by stuttering and saying sorry. Sheer actually did a pretty good job in this year's debate, especially the English one. The Quebec one, I don't really understand, but like Sheer, <laughs> no shit, eh? <laughs> Sheer, Sheer did a pretty good job like this time. He just attacks JT. That's all he does. And, and, but like he wasn't like like uh, like one of those people that came off as like a, like a white extremist, like Alberta person, right? Like even like with Jigmeet, he he was always like, oh, Jigmeet, like, yeah, I understand you went through all this stuff. And like, he was yeah. like acknowledging that. So like, he was very complimentary of that, which I think like played well. But I think Jigmeet probably won the last last debates. I don't know about the I'd French say he was though. the best. Yeah. I, I, like with, with Shiro, the funny thing is, it's like he'll keep attacking Trudeau. It's like, well, what's your policy? He's like, well, I know what Trudeau's policy is. I'll tell you that. And I'll tell you why it sucks. But I will give you my policy. It's not even that, right? Like with uh, JT, it doesn't matter what his policies are. Right? People just love him. People like, just love him for him like, for some reason. Like, OJT, OJT, baby, let JT me is you. McDonald's just love him. That's why Sheer and all these guys they have to attack JT personally because 
it doesn't matter about his policies. He had a policy about election reform that he didn't implement. But it still didn't matter. Like people still love him. They're like, stop attacking JT. Stop. Stop attacking. Like, I don't. Him. I don't think you can attack him personally because that doesn't seem to work. That doesn't like. It doesn't. Nothing works. That's the problem. Personally, he has. A, he has like a smile and like all this. Like like he just like he's a good how looking do you guy. Him? Like this guy had a whole, no no no. This guy had a whole blackface scandal, which like the same thing that's happened in the U.S. People yeah. got annihilated for. And Apple is still supporting. They can't call anyone that. Like even even not just Apple, like everyone, they go, oh, it's all in the past. It's in the past. Our people think it's, it's a good thing. He tried to be an Indian. Some people might have. Some people loved it. Yeah, they can. People consider him like the first Sikh prime minister before Shikmi. Every time on the... <laughs> they don't know that like he labeled us as terrorists. Even, even how just cute this thing was like the Punjab body love this guy. Like everyone they oh, love him. Well, I was I was actually in Punjab at the time that he came, right? And yeah. like the Ajita Kwar, like they were like printing like all this stuff. They're like, thank you, Trudeau, all this stuff. So it's like every single year, like a hundred thousand students come to Canada, which is like people in Punjab. More love. even, more maybe just from I, Punjab. I, I, I heard a story that uh, there was a, when he came to Punjab, there was a dead it was like a stray dead dog on the side of the road, right? And this police officer came by and he told the local shop owners, even with Jagmeet Singh, like anytime if, if you go to Punjab or if you ask anybody, they'll yeah. be like, oh, Jagmeet Singh, the Pradhan Mantri, but like they could they have the mentality that Gila Pradhan Mantri will ban Jauka. They love but it. But yeah. they would also vote for Shadow though. No, no, no. People right now, like a lot of the when uh, the elections happen, they're like, yo, Jagmeet's the deputy prime minister of Trudeau dies. It's going to be Jagmeet that's next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many people said that. I'm like, whoa, where are you getting this information from? Yeah. You got to speak it into existence. <laughs> I, I, I was in India when the election results came out and people were loving it. They're like, I, th- I think Jagmeet Singh had more Bale Bale than Trudeau in India. I don't know, man. I just feel like like people just love Trudeau too much, and like like how do you stop the JT machine? Like how what do you do to make sure this guy doesn't get elected? Like other than having a good opposition, obviously, it's his luscious hair. <laughs> I, no, honestly, it's just having a good opposition. There, there's yeah. no like other viable candidate, right? At the end of the day, people just default. Because besides that, it's just like, oh my god, Trudeau, daddy, yes, take me. <laughs> that's that's everyone's mentality like, for some reason. Oh my reason. god, he's so cute and nice. Look at this hair. Like the other thing is like, people don't even talk about. It. He just banned like all assault rifles like out of nowhere. He just doing a bunch he of does stuff. So much crazy. Like for the amount of crazy shit this guy's done, like he has no business being prime minister. But he's still gonna win the next election. Most likely. Canada, baby. That's Canada for you. But people like having him as their leader too, just because like at a world stage, he's like, like, like he's good looking. He's appealing, yeah. not just good looking, just like, just like the Trudeau, like Trudeau's Canada. Just, I don't know. It just like, he always like it's, says it's like having a, a young leader, right? Has a ring to it. He says like the ring. right progressive stuff, even though his policies even might though he not doesn't do sh- it. shit. He doesn't do shit, but he says it all. It's the Obama effect. He says, he says all the right shit, but he does none of the right shit. Sometimes he says what, bad what shit. called him out. He's like, Trump did more, right? That's funny. I'm surprised he said that. I th- but I think when he said the Trump thing, that wasn't more to compliment Trump. That was just to say, you know, you're so shitty. You're shittier than Trump. And that's real shitty. It's like a hyperbole. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's not trying to what's it called pump Trump or Trump or anything, but yeah. he's just trying to say that like he's, try- he's trying to give a comparison, like a juxtaposition that 
this is somebody that we consider really bad. You, like we don't realize it, but you are just as bad as well. You're worse at this point. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. But 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 like, and it makes people think because JT they think of as the complete opposite of Trump. So now when yeah. you're pairing him, pairing them both side by side, yeah. then it makes somebody think like, oh, what? How is he saying that? Like, does that make any sense? And then if you look into it, then. But the thing is, I, I I'm not gonna lie. Jimmy Singh saying that, I respect him way more because, like, you yeah. know, some people wouldn't want to say that. Well, he they, says like, what he, he says. He doesn't hold back. No, like some people wouldn't want to say, like, yo, like even praising Trump in like in a little way, like even if it's not a praise to Trump, right? It might be to take down, uh, I mean, JT more, right? But still, you're doing some ostat of Trump in that. In, but yeah, this is yeah. the first time Jimmy Singh did it. Remember when uh, Trudeau was a uh, Trudeau? I think it was the G7 summit or something. Yeah. And Trudeau made fun of Trump. Yeah, and then Trump came out. He's like, "Oh, Trudeau's a two-faced uh, something." Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Jagmeet Singh came out, and then he also said the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, uh, he no, supported the, Trump then too." Okay. That's, that's agreeing with Trump, right? This is like you're saying, "Yo, you did something." Yeah, so, like yeah. agreeing with him, like, "Oh, yeah, he's two-faced as well." But like, you know, Trump did something. Well, most people want to say Trump does nothing. Trump's stupid. This, that, that. It's something. It's something. No, it's like something like you know, like people don't want to admit or like whatever. Like he might be a shitty person. He might like Trump might be the worst person ever, right? But like. He's done something like the, people don't want to admit like जो कोई बंदा कुछ करता भी है जो तार दे तो गलत है तार दे तो दूसरा बंदा या है ना yeah, and they don't want to accept like if they do something or like they won't well, people just don't like, want to accept like they do anything just like yo this person does nothing at all what's like the optics right? this person is just pure evil well, he's not saying that oh Trump does it's more like he knew by saying that Trump is like better than JT in a certain field he knew the optics of it that's that some people can try to twist that and be like oh Jagmeet Singh supports Trump. But he's like, no, I must still say this because this is. I don't know if he, I don't know if he actually does feel this way, whatever. But it appears that he does feel this way, where he thinks like Trump in when it comes to police reform is much well, better. I don't than think Trudeau. any. I don't think anybody thinks Jimmy is more. It's Trump. Like that's not a thing, right? No, just, some like, people might though. Like the right winger guys might start trying to pump that kind of bullshit, right? Even Trump's policies though, they're all optics and stuff. Like it's not like it's kind of he's kind of doing stuff to kind of uh, please people. Like I think he he what did he outlaw? He was like choking or something. But even still, there was somebody died out of choking. No, I think what Trump said was like he had. I'm not. I'm not sure how like the in depth or like narrow it is. I think it's like a very vague thing. He did an executive order of better police practices. That's it. Yeah. Right. Bullshit. Do you know the funny thing is when Trudeau started keeping his dirty, that got like more press coverage than most of the bad shit he's done. Like sure, like the SNC stuff, like the big, big bad stuff, right? But like the smaller end, but like not the smaller, but like stuff that doesn't get covered as much. Like his dirty got more coverage than like. So much bad shit that he's done, and that kind of sums it up for you, right? Like that's JT for you. But the thing is, uh, uh, Jagmeet uh, called him out, and then Trudeau, I think the next day or the day after, he announced like, "Yo, we're gonna do something about it." <laughs> he had to come out and say, "Oh, we're actually gonna do something about it as well. We're having a plan, right? That we're working on systematic racism in the police and the RCMP." Trudeau's like, "I'm have to actually do something, and I can't just smile." Here's the thing with that though: that's good opposition, yeah, it is, right? It is. That's opposition. <laughs> Because also because the Liberal Party is not like left left leaning, but it's like center leftist, right? So they're progressive in a lot of things. And when you have Jagmeet attacking on these progressive things, he's like, "Oh shit, we actually gotta do something because that's what with what our party identifies with, right?" Yeah, and opposition should be holding the party in power accountable yeah. and seeing if they're doing stuff. If this is uh, like leading him to like leading actual change, yeah, this is opposition. This is how it should be. And like, it, it, like I feel like it's not just like a conservative opposition where they just keep shitting on you, like oh ha ha ha, you're doing this this this. Like with Jagmeet, it's more like well, you could do this better by doing this. And like I said before, right, you know, they're both more progressive parties. Like, I know the 
conservatives are called progressive conservatives, but like I don't really believe that. But the more left-leaning progressive parties where they're like, okay, he pushes it more, right? He's like, listen, like, buddy, if you don't do this, people might vote for me because I believe in this and I'll do it better than you're doing it. And like, a lot of stuff with COVID and all this stuff, like Jigmi or the NDP, they pushed it and JTR to implement it, right? Like that's what they're doing. They're yeah. pushing it. They're like, yo, we're we're going to attack you. And then he's like, yeah, shit, I have to do it because people are like, they want this. And then JT's still going to take credit for it. Like, what was on my idea? Of course he is. But like, the, the, what Jigmi what is doing right now is pretty good uh, opposition as well. It's just like that narrative, here, like, because he's a brown person, a lot yeah. of people just hate him for no reason. Yeah, right? It's just like, they don't trust a brown guy to lead uh, a, a country that's considered white. Right? Yeah. That's considered white. It's like, they call a brown man can't lead a white nation. Like, well, like everything, like anything he does. I think he made a statement on the person, you know, the... People that the guy that broke into uh, Trudeau's Rideau, Rideau Rideau hall or something. Yeah, yeah. Hall, yeah, yeah. This guy made a statement like I think uh, two or three days after. He's like, "Oh, now you make a statement. Well, what's the point of this?" Like people are just like not. They're not looking at what he said in the statement. Yeah. Or like what he's saying. They're just like, "Oh, you made a statement so late. What's the point? What's the point?" Well, this like, is Jagmeet or JT so that stupid. made the statement late. Uh, uh, Jagmeet made the statement. Okay, okay, okay. Right? People are like yeah. they're not looking at the content of what he's saying. They're just looking. Oh, it's too late now. What's the point? Like. Tell, like say something if you want to talk shit talk shit about the, what he's saying right or what the yeah, content yeah. he's saying right critique that don't critique when it's like if you really like, released it two days after instead of one day after like even about that like sometimes he does take it like too far and make everything about something that it's not like it's like the police acted in a right way and Jigmeet's criticism was that uh, they if it was someone of a different color they would have done that maybe yeah maybe they would have but like at the same time the police is doing something the way that we want them to do it in a, like in a good way. So like, why aren't, why are we just like ripping on everything for no reason? He's just kind of trying to highlight the fact that like, had this person, had this been a person of a color, we don't know what the scenario would have been. Like with, with the, we can't be like, Oh, but I think we have a good idea though. Like, like, I think like, like if you look at the stats, you look, if you, you know, you want to talk about the stats, you want to talk about president, you want to talk about what's happened in the past. Like when it's a white person versus a person of color, even in the States, right? Like all those bombers, Timothy McVeigh, all the Oklahoma bombing, the theater guys, they walked out alive. There was, I saw a video of this naked guy running around. He, I think he killed two people. He's trying to choke another. And the cops were so peaceful with him. Like, oh, come on, anybody calm down here. Let's get you. You know what I mean? Whereas you've seen pe- the guy who was running around naked. Yeah. Like, I think he killed two, but that's just one example. You know what I mean? That's like the, that was pretty that, messed up. But, there, but there's so many, there's been so many accounts of even domestic terrorism where it doesn't even get labeled as domestic terrorism. I mean, these guys walk out alive without a scratch on their body. Whereas you got like black, but black the men thing is being they should, shot They down. should walk out alive. They should. I know. I'm not saying, Everyone I'm not should. saying they shouldn't, but I'm just saying they're walking out alive whereas a black guy is getting shot for no reason. For no reason, he's dead. And that's what Jigmeet's trying to highlight. He's like, if, he, he, you know what I mean? Like, sure, there could have been a situation where it would have been a person of color, a black person, an indigenous person, where they walked out alive. But he's just saying, if you look at the odds and you look at what's happened, that hasn't been the case. That's what he's trying to highlight. Yeah, with the road, I think the, the uh, what is it called, the attacker, they talk, the police talked to him for like an hour and 30 minutes before they arrested him. Like, in other places, like... That they don't give that time. They're just like shoot and kill, fucking. Especially with like uh, people with mental health issues. Yeah. Like in the GTA and especially like what's been going on, it's so messed. Even like, uh, the police shouldn't be sent in for these kind of things. You should have better people in general. Yeah. yeah. Right? But like then you're just gonna kill someone. Yeah. Like like even. In the- but then you you can just talk about like Waco. Waco, the same thing happened. They went into like this cult. Like they weren't really doing anything wrong. Yeah. Like legally wrong. And the police just started shooting and killing them. And then like weeks earlier, I think they. They killed the man's wife for 
like just shot without anything and these were both white people but they didn't right? do that but, so, but there's a difference they, like, they, like there wasn't oppression because of who they were as a people like when they went in i'm pretty sure like one of the dogs or something startled them and then because of the incident that had already happened before they're like okay you know what? we can't let it get out that we pretty much started all this mess and then pretty much they kept accelerating that they took it to another level right yeah, which is all wrong. Yeah, like the whole thing wrong. is wrong. Like, I'm not we, what we, what we want is we want good, competent police officers who do their job, who arrest people the proper way, who go through these like high stress situations. Because a police officer's job is very high stress, right? It is like a you could lose your life at any time. So you gotta you gotta train them in that way. You gotta like give them like uh, you gotta give them ample training, and you gotta like put like a lot of stress tests on them. Like you you have to make sure that the people that are doing this job are the right people for the job. It can't just be like anyone. It can't just be someone. Oh, I'm passionate about uh, being a police officer. So I'm going to do this job that that doesn't count. You should be able to have to pass these like high level stress tests, which like, which will show like, uh, which will show like, can these people react? Cause obviously in a real life situation, it's going to be different, but can these people react? properly to a high stress level situation and how do they act because like it, it does come out like even if you're playing like something like a game called like overcooked i don't know if you guys have played it we played it once <laughs> together to like, even if you're playing even if you're playing that game right like it's high stress and like you like start to like see stuff about people you start to see like oh this guy can't react under pressure this guy can't so like we need simulations we need to like put that, cops that can, through overcooked to see if they can well, either overcooked or like we can have some kind of simulation where it, like it actually shows like shit this guy is like but, breaking uh, even board games uh, any any sort of game yeah and the thing is you can't even do you can't do it at the beginning right like you you could you have to do it like consistently right like because things change over time and people's like opinion and they like how they act changes over time as well so like you have to like have these tests happen regularly so before we move on to the next i said one last thing to so, see like going off dk's point like how they talked to that guy for an hour and a half so in Malton a couple weeks back there was an elderly muslim man ajaz chaudhary so he's schizophrenic like how manju was saying how like people with mental illnesses get treated in a certain way right so he's a schizophrenic man uh the the pretty much the his family called the police for uh, pretty much to help him out, right? But they didn't, my bad, they didn't call the police. They called, uh, it was, I believe it was like mental health support workers. It just, pretty much, it wasn't the police I was supposed to come, but the police did show up. They talked to the family. They told him, listen, he's schizophrenic. He's scared of the police. Don't go in. Let us talk to him. They didn't let him, right? So short story, long story short, pretty much, they just went and killed him. They didn't even, like, they opened the door. They saw him five seconds in, boom, 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 dead. Whereas the other guy got an hour and a half worth of discussion. Right. He's like, okay, let's talk about this. But here, five seconds, boom, 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 five shots, done deal. Right. So, like, that's pretty much like the, the that's what Jugmeet Singh was pretty much trying to highlight. That's what he highlighted. Right. And then uh, the police chiefs, they came out with a statement like, yo, how are you going to say this about all the police officers? And I see like where they're saying, like, what they're like, what their point is. Right. They're like, yo, yeah. personally, I'm not a racist. I'm not trying to kill everybody out there. How are you going to say that about us? Like, you have that. Like, if someone says shit about you, you're going to like be defensive. Right. So I get the police chiefs like defending their own and defending yeah. themselves, right? But there's also like at some point you have to realize the like the problems with the system and address them as well. Like just not be like you just don't see everything as like you're getting vilified or you're being attacked. But they're not attacking the police, right? They're attacking the system that's behind the police and what keeps letting these people this type of bad shit go on. Yeah, basically. Like how the police is how they're pretty much like a part of this, right? Sure, you might not be racist, but the institution that you work for 
has a racist history and it continues to uphold racism. I don't know about that particular department or like what happened with that department. The PO police? So yeah, I don't know about that particular area or that particular thing and any past cases that they might have had. But at the same time, like if that if that area is good and that those police officers are good, I think it's it is wrong to just call out like that area and that situation. Yeah, there is definitely huge problems. There is huge problems and there is definitely a need for police reform, better training, uh, better, better ways to deal with stuff. And like more thinking needs to go into this. And like, there's probably going to be some trial and like things that we're going to have to try out and different styles that we're going to have to try out and see what works. And the best way to do it is probably just to try stuff. But then at the same time, we're going to have to be careful, right? So like, one of the things I've been thinking about is like having, you know, like that non-lethal force that we're talking about that like goes and deals with people who are doing non-violent crimes. But I still think that can still be used in a really violent manner. That's that's still going to be like, that's going to that's gonna help out. But at the same time, what, what's going to happen the first time we send someone without a weapon and they end up getting beat up or they end up getting shot? Like what's going to happen the first time that happens or when that but happens? But no one's saying like, you're not going to send anyone in without a weapon though, right? It's like defunding the police doesn't mean take their guns away. Like it doesn't mean take No, their- no, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the idea, not defunding the police. I'm talking about the idea where it's like send non-violent, like send non-unarmed people to deal with non-violent yeah. crime, which I, I, I yeah. agree with is the way that non-violent crime should be dealt with. But what's going to happen the first time someone gets their ass kicked? But, 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 or like a police officer gets their ass kicked. But if it's a non-violent crime, you're selling non-violent. Like how, like how would they get their ass kicked in this instance? So, okay, the crime is non-violent. Yes. So let's say me and you, like uh, we have a, like, let's just go back to the counterfeit example. Yeah. Like I have a counterfeit $20 bill yeah. and then the thing get, like accelerates and the person freaks out. And this is like, we can be like, oh, this is not going to happen, but it is going to happen, right? Like the person freaks out. And like even the story in the situation in Atlanta where the guy got shot in the back, right? That was a nonviolent crime. They talked for an hour and then the guy took the guy's taser, right? Kind of thing. And then he got shot. Like what if something like that happens where like, oh, you're being pulled over. And like now I know that this guy doesn't have a weapon. I know that this guy can't like do anything, shoot me or something. So all I have to do is like just punch him in the face and I can get well, away Well, then you could send two people. It'd be more like a group thing. You would have just send... And like one person will go out on the field, oh, listen, there's just nonviolent crime happening. We need to de-escalate the situation. Can you go in? It wouldn't just be one person alone. That that wouldn't be safe because you never know what the, the mental state of someone else is, right? Then you have two, three No, people, I, I get right? that. But then at the same time, then that's going to cost the police more. So that's not really defunding the police. That's increasing the budget. And they're probably going to need they wouldn't be training, the police right? that's doing this, though. It wouldn't be the police that's being sent out. So it still wouldn't no, be No, totally. But you're still going to need people with proper training who know how to like defend them. They're going to need more training than the police because the police can just rely on their weapon at like if something goes wrong. These people are going to even need more training than that. And you can't really send like a... 150 pound or like a like a lightweight person to deal with these situations because you don't know if you're going to go come up with a giant right you're also going to have to be very selective physically i wouldn't say well. it would be more in the budget i'd say it's much cheaper i think a lot of the like police budget they're overfunded they got a lot of it goes to waste a lot of the times i think it would be much cheaper and then to pretty much counteract what, what do you mean it goes to waste it goes to salaries but it goes to like, but thing is like even if you look at a lot of these like police it goes to like even like a lot of things that the police uh, do, uh, pretty much the over over policing of certain regions, especially of uh, colored communities. Uh, why they over uh, pretty much overpopulating the carding, pretty much a lot of stuff that happens, right? Just a lot of the oppression 
through the police like what are they really doing in those instances right even like a lot of traffic stops a lot of uh, even like how we saw with the wendy i forget the name of the guy even with the wendy's like what what was he even doing there like well, the police there wasn't even needed in the first place right there's a lot of instances where the police goes is called where they're not needed and they're, they're pretty much that's a part of the budget where they're not needed in those instances why do they even need to be funded that much in the first place i'm i'm sure that there's a lot of uh there's a lot of inefficiencies like there is with any other government position or any other government like bureaucracy there's definitely a lot of inefficiency but at the end of the day if you're training someone and if you're going to spend more time on training and if you want a better outcome you want a better police force you're going to have to put some money in at least it, or if it's only up front maybe eventually down the line it's going to be less but at some point you're going to have to heavily invest in the system in order to get a better system but thing is the, but the system is the problem though i think the stuff that amanjit saying like these are problems that may come up but these are also things that people will be thinking through like people yeah. will be thinking through that something like this can happen something can go wrong these are all those these are like like little nitpicky things that have to be thought out thought out they will be thought out and then they can be resolved as well no the yeah like those aren't things that you can just like uh, say, yeah, this can happen so maybe we shouldn't be looking at those systems no i just curious i do agree with you but i don't think that's in some cases these are being thought out like a lot of this stuff is just being emotional reactions but the thing is a uh, which is fine right it i get it that it's um, it's emotional and they should be thought out and then at the same time my my main my main point is that it's going to cost you more money to fix this than less money so let's spend the money on a good thing and let's spend it so that we can get that good force that even we how okay we're talking with. about it we're talking about it from not of a stance of like we know what's happening right we haven't done proper like research into law or we're not experts in this situation right so people that are like everyone mostly is talking about we're it not experts, from no. a more of a emotional standpoint no right? totally like, not at all some people might read some papers or some like a little bit have some information but the people that are actually like actually actually like a part of the research the policy not policy like actually researching law like uh, what is it called there's a word for this policing and like laws surrounding policing and stuff like that or how to change it or how to like change uh, uh what is it called change the scope of the systems or like re, uh, restructure the systems they're not just having they're, they're not having these conversations like we are they're they're like going through all the stuff that might be a problem and addressing it right we're having this conversation because we don't know everything what everyone's saying too you were having this uh, like amandi's having uh, will say something like yo it, it, this could happen there's probably an answer to it we just don't if if they are having these discussions then that's great right it's great that they're having these discussions and it's the right thing to do mostly like what, we, what mostly like how we hear about it or how we like find about these topics are from people that aren't really in the field they're just like read a paper or two and they're talking about it we're not we're not really listening to like like we i mean like as a society but when the lawmakers or the policy makers are going to implement yeah. it they're going to ask experts how to do it we'd hope they do we'd hope we would definitely hope they do but like at the same time these these lawmakers i i don't really i don't know if i trust in that system as much I right don't. like cuz it's mm-hmm. like it's like these like uh they're just making decisions i don't know if they're necessary. like we just saw with trudeau the whole situation at the federal level we talked about it for like 30 minutes it's not a perfect process these guys aren't looking at all the information these guys are doing what's best for their pockets right so we don't know if they're considering all of these things yeah. and i think it is good that we even though we don't have any knowledge on this topic or talk about it we do have common sense and i think a lot of stuff common sense and logic 
should be used in having conversations and it should be talked about. There's actually uh for the Canadian like for the I'm not sure if it's Canadian or Ontario wide. There's a judge who did a big like 300 page or something like that research on this about policing and how to reform it. It's just sitting there. Legit, it's just sitting there. No one's talking about it. No one's doing anything about it. It's sitting there. That like there's stuff in there that we should be implementing right now. And that's the kind of stuff that like talks about this, talks about defunding or like changing the scope of the police, right? And we should look at that, but no one is. And that's where like lawmakers are. <laughs> the other thing that like, I think is just like, I think with defunding or like, like if you're talking about reducing people's salaries or like taking their jobs, I think that that's like, in, like if it's like someone who's doing a good job and stuff like that, I think that's just going to make them do a worse job. And I, I don't think that that's the right approach to go. And I think that a lot of these times, these police officers, they, they start to look at extracurricular activity, which is pretty much like stuff that's against the law and like taking payments and taking all that stuff. And then you get into a lot more corruption if you're not like, if you're not taking care of properly in the first place. And I, and that's my fear is like something like that is, is going to happen if we don't take care of these people properly and make sure that they are safe and secure and have enough like, food on the table for their families because otherwise they're going to go somewhere else to get it. All right, guys. So that was the end of episode nine of the Bice podcast. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on all of our social media, like our podcast, retweet it, share it. We are really struggling in that department. So help <laughs> us out. So if you guys are still listening and you've made it to this point in the podcast, we really, you're a real one. We really support yours. And, and by the way, we didn't talk about this in our past previous episodes. We did have a t shirt giveaway, which two people replied to. So those two people, We'll be giving the shirt. One of them was a numbered account. So please let us know your name. The other one was Pravjeevan Kalara. So thank you, Pravjeevan. We appreciate it. We appreciate and your Hasandeep. support. Oh, Hasandeep too. Hasandeep Singh, thank you for your support. You will get a t-shirt as well once we get t-shirts. When we come up with one. And yeah. then we're going to get Kylie Jenner to wear the t-shirt. And then we're going to accuse her we're for gonna not blow paying up. us. We're going to blow up. And then we're going to run her t-shirts. Up. And then we're going to get huge. Like, like huge, 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 like the wall Trump didn't build. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. It's, it's, it's a mental wall. He said they said they're gonna make a virtual one. That shit was jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything's virtual. We'll talk about that next this. week. Oh my god, Trump sucks. Bye. Go, Laurier. Love you, Trump daddy. <laughs>